0: Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! (laughs) Guys, look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton who came to Earth with physical powers far beyond those of mortal men and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan daily. Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen are now deep in a baffling mystery which centers about the sacred black pearl of Osiris, an Egyptian god. Now, with the mystery thickening, it appears that even Tumbleweed Jones, Jimmy's cowboy friend, is involved, or an unknown stranger is on his trail. As our last episode ended... Tumbleweed and Jimmy were talking together in Clark Kent's apartment when a gangster named Sleepy entered, locked Jimmy in a closet, and then ordered Tumbleweed to come with him. Our scene is now Kent's apartment a few moments later. Listen.
2: You sure that kid's going to be all right in that dark closet? Oh, you got nothing to worry about, Mr. Jones. The kid'll be plenty okay. He's comfortable. He's got plenty of air. Now, come on, get them shoes on. Let's go. Where are you taking me? You'll find out. Well, then, why are you taking me? For 500 bucks. Man, you mean to say somebody's paid you 500 bucks to corral me like this and take me to him? That's right. Well, I <laughs> sure can't blame you. For 500 bucks, I'd be happy to go and see him myself. <laughs> and now, by jingle, that beats everything holler. What does? Why, anyone in his rotten mind would pay all that money just to get his hands on me. What have I got that he wants? Because from looking at you, I wouldn't know, pal. Come on, get those shoes on. I'm tired. I want to go home a bit. Now just take it easy, friend. My feet's all swole up from keeping them in that dark basin of hot water. Besides that, I got a board wound in my leg. You have? That's news to me, pal. How'd you get it? Oh, there was some Egyptian fella trying to get rough with a gal named Sidney Rycroft. She's an English explorer. Seems as how this here Egyptian fella calls himself Humi. Huh? Now, ain't that a peculiar name? Sure is, Humi. Damn <laughs> Egyptian fella. Yeah. Well, this here Egyptian fella thought she had the black pearl of Osiris, or Osiris, or whatever it is. Sure I am. Yeah. Well, what's that? I said sure I am. Sure you are what? Serious? Oh, no, no, no. You got it wrong. I said this here Egyptian fella thought the girl was in possession of the sacred black pearl of Osiris. Oh, excuse me. I was yawning at the time. I didn't hear you playing. Go on. Well, then, pay attention. Well, just as I arrived on the scene, the girl had held up the Egyptian with a gun. But well, he got the gun away from her and shot me with it. The Egyptian fella shot you with the dame's gun, huh? That's right. That's how come I got a bolt in my leg. Right here down in it. minute. Uh, very interesting. You got your shoes on? Yep. Reckon how I'm ready to go with you. And I suggest we get started. And I suggest
3: you stay.
2: What, what in darnation? Oh, no oh gentlemen, is... I have you both covered. Oh. yo, drop your gun. Oh, wait a minute, pal. Drop it. I should argue. Say, hold on here. I recognize you, mister. You're the guy that shot me in the leg. Your name's Homie.
3: I compliment you on your memory, Effendi.
2: How'd you get here? How'd you get out of that room where, where Superman locked you up?
3: Your amazing friend, Superman, as you call him, neglected to search my men and myself. We were able to pick the lock on the door of that room and make our escape. As to how I got here, most probably by the same method employed by this gangster through the fire station. Now,
2: look, pal, wish, uh... I will do
3: all the talking necessary.
2: Right.
3: You, Mr. Tumbleweed Jones, you are coming with me.
2: Now, hog-tie me for a loco brunt.
3: You mean to say you want me to? Does there appear to be anyone else who wants you, Tumbleweed? What do you
2: think this here sleepy hombre was holding me up for? He wanted to take me to somebody that's willing to pay $500 for me, dead or alive. Maybe I'd better start bargaining here. How much are you willing to pay for me? Come on, gentlemen. Just step right up. Five hundred dollars bid. Do I hear six? Do I I, I
3: you, for The humor of the situation does not strike me. I am not interested in what business others may have with you. I only know that you are coming with me. And that you are coming now.
2: I ain't so sure about that.
3: Let me remind you that I, too, can use you. Dead or alive.
2: Now I'm sure. I reckon it's how I better go. Now, if you just give me time to get my hair
3: in pool,
1: Hi, Ken. Looking for editor White? Yes. Is he in his office? No, but the guy I wanted to see about is. Uh, White said to tell you to go out right on in. He'll him back in a little while. Okay, thanks, yes, Ken. Right. Oh, so it's you. Hello, Mr. Ken. Yes, it's I, Mr. Sidney Rockcroft. Still insisting that you are actually Sidney Rycroft, eh? And who has a better right than I, Mr. Kent? There's a girl who also goes by the name of Sidney Rycroft. Oh, yes, yes, that rather mythical creature you claim to have met. There's nothing mythical about her, and I did meet her. I can prove that. Jimmy Olsen and Tumbleweed Jones, a friend of mine, have also met her. I don't believe anyone, especially Editor White, puts much stock in either young Jimmy or Tumbleweed Jones. That doesn't matter to me. I know that girl exists, Ryecroft. even if no one will believe me. If this girl, Mr. Kent, this uh, Sydney Ryecroft, really does exist outside your imagination, why don't you produce her? Why don't you bring her here? I'd like nothing better than to meet her face to face. I can't bring her here because I don't know where she is at the moment. Extraordinary. I wouldn't exactly call it that. I went to her hotel yesterday to talk to her. And the desk clerk told me that she had never been registered there. Oh, well, I see you still believe the girl actually exists, eh? I certainly do. And further than that, I believe someone is trying to make me think she doesn't. Would I be wrong in saying that someone might be you? Naturally. Then, of course, you don't believe that either. What do you know about the sacred black pearl of Osiris? Why, why nothing. Nothing at all. You're lying, Rycroft, or whatever your name is. How dare Hmm. you! Very well, Kent. You've taken no trouble to hide the fact that you dislike me. Let me suggest that you let this dislike ripen into a good, strong hatred and we'll start even. Good day, Mr. Kent. When Editor White returns, tell him I shall see him tomorrow. Needless to say, when I do see him, you'll find yourself without a job.
0: I'm right about him. I know I'm right. He's no more Sidney Rycroft than I am. It's the girl's story, I believe. Ah, The girl. got to find out what's happened to her. Why, well, she's vanished, too. Yeah. Clark Kent speaking. Oh, hello, Chief. Yes, I've been waiting for you here. It'll be a little while longer, eh? All right. But, what's that? Oh, uh, no, no, he decided to go along. He said he couldn't
1: wait. Well, he said he'd be in to see you in the morning. He's got something of, uh, importance to tell you. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Chief.
0: Uh... I, I guess I'll be here when you get back, yes. All right, so long. Ah, I wish I could figure this thing out. There'd be so many questions to be answered. Which of these two, the girl or the man, is really Sidney Rycroft? Who's actually got the sacred black pearl of Osiris? Who's trying to get hold of tumbleweed and why?
1: And, and what? Uh, Ken, there's cablegram for you. It just came in over the wires. Cablegram? Yeah, from London.
0: Okay, thanks, Jack.
1: Uh, don't mention it.
0: London. This must be an answer to my cable to the Explorers Club in London. Ah, let's see now. We are. Apply your cable and your question most unusual. Sydney Rycroft is a woman, of course. I was right. I knew I was right. The girl is Sidney Rycroft. And the man who just left here is an imposter. Well, now we're beginning to get somewhere.
1: Now I'll really be able to think that. So at last the question of Sidney Rycroft's identity is answered. Clark Kent knows now that the British explorer is really a woman. Meanwhile, back at Kent's apartment, Tumbleweed Jones, at the point of a gun, prepares to leave with the Egyptian named Humi. Listen.
2: Well, now, I reckon it's how I'm ready to go along with
1: you, Mr. Humi.
3: Excellent, Effendi. I admire you for your reasonable attitude in this matter.
2: Brother, when you got a gun pointing at you, you've got to be reasonable. Well, I guess we better get going.
3: Hey, wait, before we go, I must be sure our gangster friend does not follow. See you.
2: Uh, uh, what do you want?
3: You will do me the favor to step into that closet.
2: Hmm?
3: I will lock the door on you. Sunday Jones and myself will be far from this place by the time you escape.
2: Wait a minute. There's a boy in that closet.
3: A boy? Yep.
2: Yeah. This guy here, what held me up the first time, had kind of the same idea. He put young Jimmy Olsen in that closet just to keep him safe till we got away.
3: I see. Well, in that case, we will lock him in this other closet. Uh, you, Tumbleweed, you uh, open the closet door and put him inside. That'll be
2: kind of a pleasure. All right, you, just step in here. Yeah? I'll be happy, too. I can curl up and take a nap till somebody lets me out. That's okay with me. In you go. Suffering Kyle. I ain't never seen no one as sleepy as that, there, fella.
3: You talk too much. Lock that closet door.
2: Okay, offended. Now... You'll just let me uh, turn out these lights in here. I reckon that's how we'll be ready to depart.
3: Never mind the lights. Listen to me. We shall go down on the elevator. I shall be holding the gun in my pocket. Say, uh,
2: that's the gun you shot me in the leg with, ain't it? That's the gun you took away from Miss Rycroft.
3: You stall for time, Massende. Listen. If on the elevator you make one false move, just one, this time my bullet will not find your leg. But your heart. Now then, let's...
2: Suffering, Kyle. The
3: lights. It is pitch dark in here. Someone,
2: something shot that lamp right off the table. By jumping Jenny Renz, it wasn't me.
3: I know it was not you. There is someone else in this room. And whoever it is, he does not leave here alive. Who is it who shot out that lamp? Answer me.
0: Drop your gun, Andy. And drop it quickly.
1: Suffering, Kyle. Out of the darkness of the room comes a strange whisper. Who is the whisperer? What new, unexpected twist has our mystery taken? And what of Superman? Will he bring this case to a successful conclusion? Be sure to hear the next thrill-packed episode of our story with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman!